It's time for this week's Uplift. Three ordinary guys that want you to find the freedom that is available by knowing our Lord Jesus Christ. So sit back and enjoy Uplift, brought to you by the Fulcrum Center. Visit our site at thefulcrumcenter.org. So hey guys, on uh, Bible Time yesterday, I answered a question. Um, The question came from Chad. (laughs) (laughs) Most of them do, spoiler alert. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of them do. What? <laughs> yeah. I can't believe this. Yeah. I've never known. There's one other person, too, that asks a lot, but not Ian. But, uh, <laughs> and I don't mean that in a bad way. I, oh, I, no, I, I didn't take it that way at okay. all. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you got the MDiv and you already know. <laughs> yeah, from a Baptist school. <laughs> Ian's green and fills papers. <laughs> But I'm sure, um, I know all my comments, though, are very uplifting. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so anyway, the the story, when it was all about Ananias Mm -hmm. and Sapphira from um, Acts chapter 5, and what I really expounded on was, you know, when it starts out with the word but, um, you know that you need to go back. Just like in Romans chapter 8, Uh, Verse 1, it says, therefore, Mm. there is now no condemnation. That's telling you, go back. Because the Bible wasn't written, you know, Luke didn't say, oh, this is a good place to end chapter 4. I'm going to start chapter 5 with Ananias. Right. He just kept writing. So (laughs) So when it says, therefore, then you should go back to find out what it's there for. Yeah, you know, the whole struggle with sin. (laughs) I know, right? The whole struggle with sin in Romans 7, and then... Who will save me from this body of death? And praise be to God for His Son Jesus Christ. Right. Therefore, there is now no condemnation. So, in Acts chapter four, towards the end, beginning with verse thirty-two, we see how people are not considering anything to be of their own. They're they're giving to the common good, hmm. and it specifically states that the the people in it's talking about were believers, and they had houses plural. And property that they were selling. So it's not like they sold their house and gave it to the apostles. They had, these were wealthy people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. in their abundance. In abundance, yeah. Okay. Um, and then it talks about Barnabas, how he gave, he sold some property. And and the thing is that they set it at the apostles' feet, kind of symbolic mm. gesture. Mm-hmm. But it really set the stage for how the church was growing. And then you got somebody who comes in and says, you know, I think we can keep some of this. You know, like let's say we sold the house for 50 bucks. Okay? Let's just give them 35 and tell tell them that we only gave we only sold it for 35 and we got $15 in our pocket. Mm. So that's what happened and that's what got Ananias in trouble. And you know, the thing that I compared it to is like if I were to somehow find a way to not pay 100% of my taxes, the IRS wouldn't say, you know, you got us this time. Next year, just make sure you pay them all. No, they come after me. Because if one person does it, everybody's going to do it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are going to be doing this. So God had to set the standard. Look, if you're going to give, you know, this new church is forming, this new following after Jesus had just resurrected, we can't put a rift in it right away. Or everybody's going to be doing it, and then it's chaos. Mm-hmm. And God is not the God of chaos. 
So he had to put an end to it. Some people say Ananias had a heart attack. Okay, maybe the Bible doesn't say. But regardless, he died because of his actions. That doesn't mean that we're all going to die when we lie or we we try to um, deceive. But it does go back to what Paul said, that the wages of sin is death. You know, you may not die right away. God told Adam and Eve, you're going to die in that day. They didn't die right away. They died spiritually, and they died physically later. So God keeps his promises, and and the wages of sin is death. And this is a, a way to say to us, you know, you can you can go ahead and sin, but it's going to cause you problems in the end. Mm-hmm. The best thing is to work with the Lord, to not sin, and when you do, confess, move on, put it behind you, go forward. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So what do you guys think? You want to talk about that tonight? Yeah, we'll go with that. All right. Well, I'm Phil Bliss. I'm Ian Thornton. I'm Chad McLeish. And this is Uplift, the Ananias and Sapphira edition. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So what do I think about that? Yeah. I think think the interesting thing is the further I go in my walk with God, the more the Holy Spirit convict me quick. Yeah, absolutely. And and even sometimes, like, I don't really, even here and there, it's like, you don't really realize you mess up until you're right in the middle of messing up. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I know I'm messing up. <laughs> you know it. So then you can deal with it quickly. My question is, I wonder if Ananias knew he messed up and mm. he did. Mm-hmm. I oh, believe yeah. he did. Yeah. So that's the interesting thing to me in this story is the timing of when things were happening in, in that very early stage of the church after jesus's resurrection and you know the 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 coming of the pentecost and Hmm. all the things that was right in the midst of when you know god was changing the covenant god was changing the game for us in the church so that's that's a it's a that was a moving period of time in Mm -hmm. some ways you know because the god of the old testament would was he would do things like that. Oh, yeah. You know, he go, did. Well, <laughs> yes, absolutely. I was thinking along the same lines, but yeah, keep going. No, well, that's, that's. A, I mean, so now, you know, I was thinking about that earlier because, you know, I asked Phil this question. Mm-hmm. Poor Phil. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. But I was thinking about that because it's like, well, what's the difference between the God of the Old Testament and the God mm-hmm. that we have today well he's still the same god but he interacts he with actually asked me that question <laughs> <laughs> but, sorry no but um so he god interacts with he's the same god but he interacts with us differently after jesus was resurrected mm-hmm. and even and part of the way when jesus came on scene you know when yeah. jesus started his ministry so I'm interested to see what Ian... Well, I think it's... I, I love the take of, of looking at Ananias and then Uzziah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. that's what I was <laughs> you know, thinking of. Yeah. And so, you know, here's here's Uzziah, and the the ark starts to... The oxen stumble, and, and the ark starts to come off, and Uzziah touches mm-hmm. that. And it's just like, don't... 
that, that you, you've just entered a space that you are not supposed to be in. Yeah. And, and it's not because God didn't love him. It's just the, the righteousness and the holiness of it, of, of who he is. And, and here you have Ananias, who is laying proceeds at the apostles' feet. But that's really not where he was placing that offering. Mm-hmm. It was at the foot of the throne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was putting it into God's hands, and that's who he was lying to. He was lying to the, the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so that deception of heart um, was taken very, very seriously. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a standard even in that that God was setting mm-hmm. is to go look. You know, and, and I really think that if, if he would have come forward and said, here— I am presenting part, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm presenting part of the proceeds, mm-hmm. that honesty and openness. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's what the Lord is looking for. Yeah. But he got caught up in wanting to be like everyone else. Mm-hmm. But that room in his heart held that one thing, mm-hmm. and God called him out on it. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's something that we can all relate to. You know, you're talking about <laughs> how you're halfway through with a mess up and you're like, bing, oh man, I am, <laughs> I got to backpedal because I'm screwing yeah. it up right now. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and he was there, mm-hmm. but he took that next step right. and didn't respond to the Holy Spirit quickening his heart that, man, you're about to step into the wrong place mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And, and therefore... The there there was the penalty mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, and Peter tells him. He says, "Yes, you. This was yours before you sold it. It was under your control even when you sold it. Mm-hmm. Right. So why'd you do this? Mm-hmm. You could have said, hey, here's thirty five dollars. Right. Mm-hmm. And it would have been okay, but mm-hmm. you yeah. went too far with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a good lesson: is you can't hide anything from God. No, right? that's right. You know. Yeah. yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and he, you know, it, it may be um, an immediate mm-hmm. reckoning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it may not be, but just you know what what both of you guys have said earlier is that you know when that happens, that quickening in our hearts, that the Holy Spirit is like, okay, I, I'm going you're you're stepping wrong here, mm-hmm. is to ask for forgiveness, mm-hmm. deal with it right then. Mm-hmm. Even if it's in the middle of the mess up, stop Mm -hmm. everything because the enemy wants you to go ahead and just, well, you know, ride this out to the end and then fix it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the Lord's like, no, right now, right now. That's why I brought Mm -hmm. it to your attention is that I want your obedience Mm -hmm. right right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's happened with probably all of us, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. You know, writing an email and all of a sudden you feel that, okay. (laughs) All right, you, yeah, I want to send this, but, or I've done this at times, you know, just like in the midst of starting an argument or or fighting back on something and just stop and just start laughing and go, okay, God, because, you know, he's talking to me. I'm like, okay, all right. So I back off and, yeah, and you're right, Chad, that as you get closer to God, it happens quicker. I thought that was a great point. Yeah. It was a really a good point. That that is really encouraging, mm-hmm. and it's not about oh man I you know getting you know the Lord's just 
busting my chops again. It's not about that. It's because we have grown closer to him and there's such a joy Mm -hmm. in his heart that his kids are getting closer to him, Mm -hmm. that he is helping us be obedient and, and walking in close relationship with him and avoiding the sin that can separate mm-hmm. that relationship. He wants us to stay close, so he's going to bring those things to our attention. Right. So it's a really, it's a positive thing. It is. Mm-hmm. It really is. And think about this, and I'd like you guys' feedback on this, but I was thinking about this as you guys were talking, and it's like people who may not yet believe in God, or maybe their relationship is with him isn't strong yet, they have what they call what we used to know as conscious. You have a, mm. a guilty mm-hmm. conscience. We call that the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. To us. That's right. Yeah, that's absolutely exactly right. You know, people, uh, you know, growing up and everything, you know, you'd hear people say, oh, uh, I've got a guilty conscience or he's got a guilty conscience or the, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. You know, but that is, we know it as Christians is that's the Holy Spirit speaking to us. So even though you aren't, mm-hmm. I remember when I was a child and, and I didn't grow up in the church. I mean, we never went to church. Um, the first time I came to church was when I started dating uh, Kathy. And so uh, I remember at a young age, I had that conscience. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. That's mm-hmm. bad. That's mm-hmm. wrong. You know, and, you know, uh, with other kids, playing with other kids, you know, you'd do stuff or you'd, you'd break something or whatever. Well, you, I had that guilty conscience. I didn't know anything about the Holy Spirit or I didn't know right. anything. You know, I didn't, I had... I knew that there was a God, but I didn't have a relationship with him. But oh, I, I just felt that that was wrong. Mm-hmm. Or I, if I did this, I felt that it was wrong. And I think we all feel that, you mm-hmm. know. But we, as we grow in our relationship with God, we understand more about what that is. Right. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> it's about giving credit to Him. Mm-hmm. You know, there are people That's who really are close to God, but still say I have a guilty conscience. Well, give credit to God. He's yeah. the one putting it there. I had this feeling. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever it is. Or something told me. Yes, that's, a, that's uh, another something. <laughs> that's another big one. But but too, and I, and I think we would all agree with this that when people come into that relationship with the Lord and they admit their that they're a sinner and they accept Jesus Christ as their savior and they come into that relationship, one of the things that they want to do is like, well, I want to hear God's voice. Mm-hmm. Well, as we've talked with them, and I know for sure that Phil, you know, you would agree with this, and, and Chad, I've heard you mention some things about this as well. But as we walk alongside those people and as they grow, then what happens is, is we end up explaining to them, you've been hearing him your whole life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that guilty conscience or that something told me or whatever it is translates into this is the Holy Spirit who has been chasing your heart since you took your first breath. Mm-hmm. And people... Once that clicks mm-hmm. in their minds, then all of a sudden they're just like, wow, man. And they see him everywhere mm-hmm. because he's been talking to them their whole lives. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just really neat to watch that light bulb go off right. in people's minds and mm-hmm. go, oh, man, you're right. Mm-hmm. So it's just really, it's really, really exciting. Mm-hmm. Really exciting to watch. Yeah. But that's also like, hey, Ananias. Put your heart in the right place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep it in the right place. That's right. Be open and honest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the things that my dad always told me. He's like, you know, I can't deal with a liar. Mm-hmm. 
because they're always moving. You never know where they're landing or what their mm-hmm. intent is. Mm-hmm. And and God, obviously, if he put it in the Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. <laughs> thou shalt mm-hmm. not. Right. He's serious. Mm-hmm. He's serious about it. Mm-hmm. And we water it down at points. Well, it's just a little white lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And God's like, no, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. I am the way, the truth. Mm-hmm. And if it's opposite, if it's not the truth, then it's untruth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or a lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. A very clear line. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we all know it. Mm-hmm. Right. So, Chad, back to your question about, you know, the difference between God of the Old Testament and God of the New Testament. Mm-hmm. I think the answer is pretty clear. It's Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, it's Jesus yeah. that made the difference because that veil was torn right. to, the, yeah. the, to the Holy of Holies that... And by the way, it was about the thickness of a human hand. I mean, I know. Was, Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So it was pretty thick fabric. It's not like this. I could rip this in no time, and not because of. Whoa! <laughs> easy now. <laughs> easy. Phil's gonna hawk out here. Hawk a Because it's thin. It's thin. <laughs> but imagine like a towel, for example. Right. And it was thicker than a towel. Right. Oh, I. But could you take a towel and rip it? I couldn't. No. Not unless it was already cut. I think Chad could. No. <laughs> but that. Chad Farmer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and nobody ripped it it just it ripped god ripped it right you know to say look this is this is the difference now the sacrifice has been made mm-hmm. there's no more mm-hmm. blood of bulls and rams right for sin and guilt offerings and and whatnot this is this is the sacrifice that i have been foreshadowing the entire time wow. until now that's right mm-hmm. yeah. and this is the final sacrifice mm-hmm. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I've always understood too, and, and maybe I'm wrong, but when the veil tore, it ripped from the bottom up. Oh, really? Maybe it did. I don't know. I, I don't know. I was I'm throwing that out there because I, I yeah. can't remember where I heard that, and and that I, would be obviously I don't want to say that that's what happened, but I just I didn't know if, if you guys had any insight or anything. No, on that. but it would be like God to do that because that would be harder. Yes, and harder to explain. Yes, because if there's tension at the top, sure you can rip. Yeah, and, but if it's just hanging. Yeah, which it was, and then. Yeah, if that's what happened, I need to look. I'm gonna look that up. Mm. That would make a lot of sense. It would be. It would. But yeah, but the thickness of it, I just I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. So we've been talking about this. There was two things that come to my mind. The Hosea, what was it? Hosea four six. Phil, four, six, that, yeah. the, the, the for for lack of knowledge we perish. Mm, we perish. Mm-hmm. And then Jeremiah thirty three three, which if we ask him, he will tell us all the great things that unknown or that, yeah. that we don't know right so where do we take this now that we know this information where do we take it and for me i've been on this kind of uh, mission <laughs> oh, to, get, to get further in the, and i know because i'm driving you nuts like i always have been no no <laughs> you're not really but to go further with this because yeah. we're, we're being called to go further with mm-hmm. this everyone yeah. we're all being called to go further That's with right. this in this walk because you know that's just where we are. Yeah. yeah. So where do we take this relationship with the Holy Spirit? And and those two things are, are paramount to me. You know, we, we, we perish for lack of knowledge, which can have so many different meanings. Mm-hmm. And then ask him, and he will reveal all of the things unknown. And that also could have endless meetings that we could spend hours talking about. But... We we take this knowledge of the Holy Spirit, and we've we've kind of talked about a new thing tonight here, which is great. 
but where do we go next with it? You know, we've got a lot of implications with this, both personally within the church, mm. within the people that we, you know, that we're interacting with. Yeah. So that's the important thing and the uplifting thing is let's take it and go further with it mm -hmm. because that's where we start doing what in the New Testament <clears throat> right. we are called to do. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, it's like what I, I think I said it last week, maybe, um, our flesh needs to catch up with our spirit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The physical needs to catch up with the spiritual. And I say that because that's what the way God described it to me when I asked him one time, how did I not know these things years ago? Because they seem so simple now. Mm -hmm. And he told me that your flesh is catching up with your spirit. Mm -hmm. The spirit knows because the spirit is born of God. Yeah. Yeah. Your spirit is born that's of right. God when you're born again. So it knows so many things, but this body that we walk around in, this flesh, and, it, and it's tied to the world, and we see with our eyes, and we hear with our ears, and we're not seeing with our spirit, yeah. we can be, you know, we can be encumbered by the things that we see and hear. Mm -hmm. So when we turn to him, we start to, we, you know, focus only on him. Um, Ian, I think it was, yeah, today, earlier today, you did something like this, and I just watched your hands, and I was like, that was amazing. Yeah. Because it just, it, it was such a picture mm -hmm. of bringing it all into focus on God. And that's what we really need to do because then we don't lean on our own understanding. Right. Proverbs 3. Right. Then we ask him and we find the, the great things, Jeremiah 33, 3. Then mm -hmm. we have the knowledge and we don't perish, mm -hmm. Hosea 4, 6. So, but that is a, just as, to, you have to you have to eat every day to remain healthy physically. You if you exercise, you become healthier physically. You don't atrophy your muscles don't atrophy. So it's the same thing with our spirit. The more we feed our spirit, the more we work on going deeper, understanding. You know, you don't lift weights one day and the next day have guns like Ian, you have to work at it, right? Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of drywall repair in those biceps. <laughs> Lifting bags of concrete. Yeah. So you have to work at it. And the same thing with our spirit is that we work at it. But as we're working with our spirit, that causes our flesh to catch up because we're not focused on our flesh anymore. We're not focused on the world. And it becomes, it just kind of fades away. I guess you could say, in a sense, it atrophies as our mm. spirit grows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the things that that had, that strikes me is how many times I hear people say, I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I used and, to say it. Yeah. And, and, and I, I'm, well, I, I list, I hear it because I've heard it so much from my own self. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, whether it's a, a situation, whatever circumstance you may be in, it could it could be anything in our daily, everyday life that, that we just respond, oh, this and this and this, but I really don't know. I'm really not sure. And what that does is it opens this door for chaos and confusion, and um, you, you just begin searching for answers to try to resolve this issue. Yeah. When the whole time... Jeremiah 33, 3 tells us, ask, and I will tell you great and mighty things that you do not know. The key is what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And it is an invitation to come talk to him about it. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So it can be anything, you know, any situation that you're dealing with. And, and, and there again, the enemy has fooled many people into thinking that God doesn't want to deal with my small issue. Mm -hmm. 
I'll just have to figure out the answer by myself. Mm-mm. Right? Yeah. And, but so many answer. people have bit yeah. on to that. Yeah. And they are holding on. And, and, and the enemy is reeling them in. They have taken the bait. And the whole time, God is has every piece of knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Mm. And he is wanting to mm. give it to his kids. How often do do we as, as parents, I know for me, I'm just like, I... I don't want to watch my kids struggle. Mm-hmm. I know. Just ask me. Mm-hmm. And then I get to impart that. Now, whatever they do with it is up to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like we have bought into this lie that my daily circumstances, I shouldn't bother God with it, or it doesn't even cross our mind to ask him. Yeah. And he wants us to talk to him because it gets back to the relationship that you were talking about, Chad, You know, coming closer to him. Mm-hmm. Ask me, and I will tell you great and mighty things you don't know. Well, let me tell you, I don't know a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that means an extended conversation with God every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because what I don't know, and to then be patient and watch him answer that, mm-hmm. then I know that it's him, mm-hmm. and it builds my trust and my faith mm-hmm. because he has answered me. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And it's personal. yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. See, I don't know how to drive an Indy car. Okay. I would love to drive an Indy car, but I don't know how. If I just went out and drove an Indy car, just came up to one and started trying to drive it, I would probably wreck, probably kill myself. But if I spoke to someone who knew how to do it and they trained me and showed me, I might might win the Indianapolis 500. Probably not, but <laughs> I could. Don't sell yourself short, Bill. I could. If I, Jesus, take the so, wheel. <laughs> That was the Carrie Underwood so, song. What I'm saying is... Go ahead and sing a few lines, Chad. No. <laughs> I'm Chad. I'm not Carrie. <laughs> now I can't stop singing that in my head. Thank you, Chad. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> what, what I'm saying is if we go to God who has all the knowledge and yes. wisdom and understanding, That's like right. said, Ian, he will give it to us, but he will give it to us in a personalized way. Yes. Like I can read John chapter 3, for example. I picked that one because it's 316 is in there and a lot of people know it. It's one of those really popular. If you know, don't know the Bible, you probably know John 316. Okay. But there's all those other verses that go with it. And I might read it and pull something out and say, wow. And Ian might read it and pull something out and say, wow. And when we compare, it's two different wows. And we go to Chad and he's got a third wow because God is giving us these bits of knowledge personally. Hmm. When we take the time to come to him, we learn to drive that Indy car, but we learn it personally. We know how it fits us, yeah. our personality, our lifestyle. God, and then all along the way, God is also molding and shaping to make you more like his son hmm. so that, you know, it's it's tailored to you as where you are right now. But the ultimate goal is to get you to be somewhere you're not yet. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, and so many of us, and I've been guilty of this. We're we're just so comfortable in defeat. Yes, we just wrap, aren't we? we oh that man, preach it, brother. That we we wrap that warm fuzzy blanket <laughs> of do. complacency and defeat around us, and I just feel so good being defeated. I'm oh, just gonna stay here in my little nice warm know, cocoon. Man. Take myself a nap. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna <laughs> lay here in my in my defeat because I know this defeat is comfortable. To yes, me, you know, like. I'm, 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 I know that there's something bigger out there, better that God has planned for me, but I'm just so comfortable laying here. And, you know, um, we, we, 
it's time to move past that. Yes. yes. And, and God is calling us out of this mm. and into that. Because and, you know what? We, 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 we accept sickness and illness. We accept all the things that, that, uh, you know, that we deal with mm-hmm. emotionally and mentally and all the things of the, of the mind and the, and the soul and all that. We just accept all these things as just normal. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that is not what we're called for. No, and, we, and and society. We talked, you know, last week about right. You know, the church chasing society and society. You know, and we're all we we were all part of society at some point. We accept this stuff. We mm-hmm. just we're just comfortable with it. Yeah. We accept. Well, it. we'll just we wait it out. It's familiar yeah. to us. And you know, it's it like may pass. God's like, you know, someday when we get there, God's going to be like, do you know what I had? For you? <laughs> you know? Oh, man. And, yeah. And it's I like. I hope you go first. <laughs> oh, man. But, <laughs> but um, he's walking us out of this. Yes. He doesn't want us to be That's right. dealing with this junk in our minds. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want us to have physical ailments. And I'm telling you, he's going to reveal the, this Jeremiah 33, 3 thing. That was in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Guess what? It's coming to you. That's it's right. coming to you today. In mm-hmm. 2023, it's coming to you. Mm-hmm. He's going to reveal stuff. And he's going to be doing stuff that hasn't been done properly in the church for 2,000 years. Right. It's going to get real. Yes. And because this is where we're going, we're headed there. Yes. Mm-hmm. So people, we, we, we got to get there. And, you know, physical ailments. I know so many people with physical ailments, and I've been battling hardcore, and I've been learning. I've been seeking God, you know, just incredibly on this path for the past six months or so. And he's shown me and teaching me things new every day, and it's where the focus is. we got to take that laser focus off, and we got to open it mm. up. Like, you know, like you, like Ian did his hand thing. I'm doing the opposite in this aspect because we have to seek the knowledge and understanding because there are things that hold us back from and, and keep us away from the resurrection power of Jesus from working mm. in our problems um, because of unforgiveness. We have yeah. unforgiveness of other people. That's, that's right. We have unbelief. Mm-hmm. We have all these things that we can control that we haven't dealt with, right. you know, we haven't repented from sins that we've been carrying with us, and mm-hmm. all these things. Mm-hmm. We did the boulder, you did yeah. the boulder thing in your backpack. We got to get rid of those things, and we have to deal with unforgiveness. Unforgiveness, probably the biggest thing that we deal with that holds us back. Yeah, there are others. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. It's what, a powerful one that you don't realize it really what it is. does to you. That's right. Yeah, it, it's crippling. It is, and so when we start giving up. And we start forgiving people the way that God has forgiven us. Mm-hmm. Freedom. Yes. Which is where we're going. Free- right. We're right. going to freedom. Right. Mm-hmm. Freedom and- from our issues. Freedom from our problems. And, and you know, it's funny because we get fixated on that thing. For the past several months, I've been fixated on physical ailments and things like that. It's the, the picture is bigger. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. picture is bigger. And the problem mm-hmm. is we have this laser focus on that one thing. We're missing the forest for the trees. When we see that forest and we can pray for this, we can pray that he will open our spiritual eyes to the forest. Yes. When that happens, that's when we go to our next. Yeah. And this is what he's calling us all to do. Mm. That's good. It is. It is so true. Yes, it is. It is. Walking and, and tasting that freedom and then other people see what's happening. Yeah. 
and they want what you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it's all it's all centered on the Lord, mm-hmm. and wow. and it's really a great opportunity yeah. for them to see Him at work in us and through us, mm-hmm. and it it makes them hungry for that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to live in that freedom. Mm-hmm. But yes, that's exactly where the Lord is taking us, yeah. without question. Right. You know, the world's not centered on the Lord. That's why it's so distracting to walk in this world, because yeah. there's so many things. Right. But you're right, when you focus on Jesus, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's what we were talking about earlier today, Chad, when I, when I brought my hands yep. in. We were talking about focusing on who God is, yes. removing all those other distractions, looking past all of that, and focusing on Him mm-hmm. so that we can do this yes. and have a new mm-hmm. understanding and a new view. Yep of the world so that we're seeing the world through his eyes and not what we used to be, not the old, but the new. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that picture that you just showed. You're focusing in on God. Like you right. talked about, you, were, you guys were show, talking about this morning. And then guess what? When he opens that view oh. back up, it's going to be a different view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's because yeah. you're going to see it from it with your spiritual eyes. Yes. You're going to see things totally different. Yes. And, it, and it's just like he tore the veil. Mm-hmm. He yeah. pulls that veil back. Yep. 